Hi guys, this is Vidas and Osha. Let's start now episode 24 of Ask Vidas and Osha podcast. And today's mm-hmm. question was sent by Ugo Chukvu. And he asks about the registration. How to make appropriate registrations for different kinds of pieces. Well, Osha, is it a narrow or a broad question? This is a very broad question. Yes, we could... Uh, we could write a dissertation about that, and it it, it even would only scratch the surface, right? Yes, more than one, actually. You could write many doctoral dissertations on this subject. You could write one dissertation for for registering, let's say, choral preludes, for regi- another for registering uh, free pieces, for registering, uh, let's say, French organ music. Sure, Italian, mm-hmm. German, and, you know... It also depends on which century the music was, you know, created. Okay, but still we need to give some advice sure. how to how to start thinking about the registration. If if you don't know anything, right? Let's say pre- let's pretend that the person doesn't know anything, and he or she is positioned at the organ bench for the first time, and. Um, uh, he, right and and uh, they need to learn something right to play something maybe for church service um imagine yourself in this situation what would you uh, do for starters what's the basic principle of organ registration for you well you know if it's a familiar organ and i don't know what to do i would just use the principle eight foot Mm-hmm. That's the, the, beginning, yes. the most basic uh, organ stop, and us- usually you you can see this in the facade, and you can hear it very clearly, um, and and it fits well for an, a lot of organ music, a lot of kinds of organ music, a lot of types of organ yes. music compositions, right? Uh, even for uh, for let's say a fugue, you could play a fugue, entire fugue, or forget or choral prelude, just on one principle. And of course you could add, you know, if you need a louder sound, you could add different principles, like 8, 4 and 2 mm-hmm. foot. You would get pretty big sound already. Yes. Then to know when in the pedal, I would say you would use like, if it's loud registration, louder registration used, you know, 16 foot principle and 8 foot principle and maybe 4 foot principle. Mm-hmm. This would be loud enough. If you need a softer, Registration, then just take no flutes. Take 16 and 8 foot flutes in the pedal and the same do in the hands. Only, you know, an octave higher. So it would be 8 foot flute and 4 foot flute. Mm-hmm. Usually, usually we need to have 16 foot in the pedals, yes, right? Yes. Unless... Unless it, it's indicated in the score. So when you are taking a piece of music, always look at the suggestions. Because, especially, you know, um, modern composers, we always add, you know, what kind of registration we, you know, expect expect you to play. Mm -hmm. So, always look at that. And then, of course, you have every time to adjust to a particular organ. Because, you know, the composer might imagine one stop, but your organ might not have it. Mm -hmm. So, you have to adjust somehow. Exactly, exactly. So, so sometimes you have to do tricks like for example to to add only to take only four foot 
flute, for example, and to play it an octave lower or mm -hmm. do things like this. Yes. Um, another principle is, uh, is of course, to uh, remember that in earlier days, before 18th century, 16 foot in the pedal was was not always a norm, not always the 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 required thing, right? Yes. Uh, not always. If if you play a choral prelude or choral fantasia in in a certain episode, you have a choral tune in the pedals. Then you would have to play it, you know, on the higher. On the pitch. then you need to think about about the range. If it's a bass range. Then sixteen foot like posaune would sound well. Sure. But if it's a tenor range, then of course eight foot trumpet uh, would be appropriate, not sixteen, right? And sometimes uh, composers uh, wrote uh, choral preludes where organists would play the tune with the pedals, even though it was written in the alto or the soprano. Sure. Uh, ranges, right? So you need then to have four foot uh, uh, read like that, or even two foot cornea uh, something uh, uh, zinc, I think they call it, or or other in, uh, very short resonator and high pitched uh, stop in the pedals at two pitch level. And of course, there are you know also stops that you cannot use alone. Mm -hmm. Without other stops, for example, you could not uh, use mixture mm -hmm. alone without other stops, or you could not use like um, undamaris. Yes, A mixture you see for avant-garde music lends well, right? If, yes. if if you are composing a piece which is very weird and uh, you know it has modern sounds, then solo mixture or or cymbal or sharp. Sometimes might be very appropriate, yes, just but, for but, effect. But, but not for a common period music. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Um, what else can we suggest for starters? Um, never change the registration too often. Sure. That's a, one of the <laughs> common mistakes people make. Uh, you have to look at the texture of the mu music, right, and see... If if one episode is entirely in one color, entirely in one character, then you need to ch you don't need to change yes. that during that within the episode. Then some, when something new comes uh, into the piece, then you can change something, right? How do you, uh, also how do you decide when to play on one manual and when to play on on two manuals? It depends on the structure of the composition. For example, uh, if it's not written in the score, you probably look at the at the solo line, right? And if, if that solo line can be played with one hand, and uh, out other couple voices can be like um, accompaniment, right? Not as important. Then you could uh, play the solo line on the separate solo sure, stop. Sure. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like read. Mutation combinations, flute combinations, right? Yes, and you know, if you are like a beginner organist and you are playing, let's say, a church, yes, and you have like a um, few combination sets, 
So just program them in advance and, you know, do, let's say, number one, the loudest registration and then, you know, software and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. That way you will get, you know, you can change registration pretty easily during service. And a lot of organs have presets, right? But sure. they, they not necessarily are very well constructed. You have to check them if they suit your style and and taste. Well, always listen to what you are doing. I think your ears are the best helper. Mm-hmm. Okay, and always simplify, simplify, simplify. At least for starters, right? If you don't know how to use a particular stop, just don't use it mm-hmm. until until you know you will find out what it is and if it is suitable or not. Exactly. So uh, I think. For starters, people can experiment with various sorts of registrations, right, uh, in their pieces, in their music. Um, and please send us your questions, right? Uh, sure. We would love to uh, help you grow as an organist. And the best way to contact us is through email um, when you subscribe to our blog at organduo.lt. Uh, you can respond to any of our messages and therefore we could help you grow. Thanks, guys. This was Vidas. And Usha. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.